The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest in the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. We've been talking about love this past two days and those beautiful readings we have. Love, of course, in the gospel, to love the Lord your God, to love your neighbor as ourself. And then, of course, beautifully in St. John, that we love God when we keep his commandments. Again, as we mentioned yesterday, what, what does that practically look like in our day-to-day life? And how this looks like? It's always asking ourselves, what is the need of my neighbor? I think on a very practical level, that's what the person who strives to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and our neighbor as ourself, that's, that's the question always before us. What are the needs of that other person over there? What, what's that person's need over there? What's my wife, my spouses, my kids, what are their needs over there? And the great saint we remember today, St. Aloysius Gonzaga. If you're a basketball fan, a college fan, you know Gonzaga well. They're a good basketball team. Look how he lived that principle out. So born to a noble family in the 16th century. Now in Europe, this is more of a thing there. Not so much here. We don't care so much about titles here. That's not a big deal. But in Europe, when you have a name and yet in your nobility, it's a big deal. Because why? You have, you have a title, you have nobility, and St. Aloysius Gonzaga, his family, they were part of a noble line. What that means is that you have property, land. You have prestige. You walk in a room and say, oh, look, it's the Gonzagas are here. You know nothing about them, but they have nobility, they have a title, so they're amazing. Aloysius began to read the lives of the early Jesuit missionaries. And as he's reading the lives of their heroic tasks, their heroic duties of what they were doing in the mission lands for for the Catholic Church, something inside of him begins to stir, right? There's something inside of him, something in his masculine heart that says, look at these men, they've left everything behind and they're going off to far off distant, exotic lands, and they're laying down their lives for Jesus Christ. And oh, in a masculine heart, uh, something that offers adventure and sacrifice, it appeals to us on a very deep level. In a way that his titles and his properties and his life of luxury never touched. So he'd left it all 
gives his inheritance to his brother, and he joins the Jesuits. He would eventually be sent to Rome, and during the 16th century, the plague breaks out. This noble man now begins to ask the question, what are the needs of my neighbors? He goes door to door begging for alms. He sees the people with the plague. He begins to take care of them, begins to nurse them back to health. Here's this noble man with everything. He could live a life of luxury, but no, he asks the question, what are the needs of my neighbors over there? Aloysius would eventually contract the very disease he was trying to heal. And at 23 years old, he died. His last words were, clutching a crucifix, he says, we are going home, meaning heaven. finally understood that whoever is begotten by God conquers the world.